hello everyone so uh, today we will uh, have understanding of related party transaction i have shared with you uh, a guidance note which is published by the institute of company secretaries of india for your reference so related party transaction uh, is a very uh, we can say novel concept although it was uh, this concept uh, was there under the 1956 act as well but uh, was uh, in a very restrictive uh, form but uh, companies act of 2013 had made lot of reforms uh, with respect to this whole concept to give a more liberty to the companies to undergo transactions uh, with their sister concerns so this uh, companies act 2013 uh, has unveiled uh, a new era in the corporate sector which place more reliance uh, on disclosure norms uh, rather than the regulatory or approval norms which was there uh, the part of 1956 act uh, if we compare the 1956 act uh, warranted approval of the central government for a related party transaction uh, by large cap companies but under the companies act it calls uh, for the disclosures uh, with the members and a transaction can be undertaken by the approval of the members instead of taking approval from the government so the scope of transaction uh, uh, which is uh, the related party transaction have been uh, widened uh, to include uh, transactions related to immovable property uh, which were also uh, which were uh, earlier left out uh, under the ambit of uh, 1956 act so the whole concept has been reformed and uh, it has been widened and it has been uh, given more uh, we can say compliance uh, perspective under the new act so the whole concept uh, of related party transaction uh, we can say uh, have been encapsulated in the under the single section uh, that is uh, section number 188 you i will i uh, recommend you to uh, to read uh, the provisions from the bear act as well uh, which is uh, this section 188 is basically the combination of uh, uh, section 1 314 and 297 of the companies act of 1956 so earlier companies act 1956 had two sections now they are clubbed together to form one section which governs the related party transaction and it also contain many new provisions which were not there uh, under the earlier uh, provisions of the act and it also uh, layered uh, with uh, some provisions uh, which provide uh, more uh, coverage and more scope uh, for the undertaking uh, related party transactions by the companies so uh, under the new uh, scheme of uh, companies act of 2013 the related party transaction is covered under section 188 so please refer from the bear act and rule number 15 of companies meetings of board and its powers rules of 2014 so these two provisions are important with respect to all the companies there are certain rules which are applicable for the listed companies which are given under sebi's guideline under sebi lodr uh, so we'll also be touching upon them uh, through the material that would be provided to you but the main sections are section 188 of companies act and rule number 15 of company uh, meeting of board and its powers so now the question uh, that would be coming uh, in your mind is uh, what exactly is a related party 
and what do you mean by a related party transaction now whether they are banned or whether they are allowed under the companies act of 2013 so a related party if you want to understand uh, it is uh, this uh, provisions are provided under section 2 clause 76 uh, you may refer from your bear act uh, under this uh, section a related party is a party related to a body corporate company in any other way other than uh, by the company's own transactions it means uh, that a special relationship persists between parties even before the transaction take place so section 2 clause 76 of the companies act define the related party in this way uh, basically uh, party what parties are related parties it means a director or key managerial persons in their uh, or their relatives so here it will become important to understand what exactly is the word relative that is important so we'll find out in the definition but uh, under section 2 clause 76 it is defining related party so one is director or key managerial person or their relatives second a firm private company in which part the partner director manager or his relative is a partner so if there is a partnership firm uh, a private company uh, in which uh, the partner director manager or his relative is a partner or a private company or a public company in which the director or the manager is director and holds along with his relative more than 2% of its paid up share capital so collectively if paid up share capital of uh, these uh, relatives is more than 2% of the paid up share capital then they are considered to be related party so the definition uh, uh, if we refer uh, also include um, a body corporate whose board of directors managing director or manager is accustomed to act in accordance with the advice directions or instructions of the director or manager uh suppose you are uh, the director or manager and then uh, the other company uh, whose board is accustomed to act as per your direction even though you are not director in that company but uh, they are accustomed to act as per your directions second any person on whose advice directors or instructions a director or manager is accustomed to act as related party uh, to act as related party transactions so this provision of related party transaction is uh, applicable to both public as well as uh, private companies now uh, the question whether related parties uh, transaction is banned so related par- party transactions are not banned per se they are regulated by certain conditions which are provided under section 188 of the act so by uh, by means of which uh, they can be disclosed to the board and uh, to the shareholders uh, who will ratify them and then the transaction can be uh, undertaken uh, a prior uh, approval from the audit committees also uh, required to be obtained if the transaction fall within uh, section the meaning of section 188 so the uh, this section 188 needs a disclosure to be made in the board report for the prior approval and also justification is required to be given in support of the transaction if the transactions are beyond the threshold limit uh, which is given under section 188 then they need to be disclosed in the general meeting for the 
approval of the shareholders uh, earlier we used to have special resolution of the shareholders uh, but it's now amended and uh, provide for the ordinary resolution as well so there are such, uh, so there are th certain threshold uh, limits which are given under section 188 so that becomes important that we need to understand and uh, remember that uh, what is given under section 188 what are those transactions in, in which these threshold uh, limits are applicable and uh, in which case we need to take approval from the board of directors and in which uh, condition we need to take approval from shareholders in the general meeting so why section 188 uh, becomes uh, very important for the compliance of the corporations is because if um, any contract or arrangement is entered into by the directors or other employees without the consent of the board as required under section 188 or approval of the general meeting as required under section 188 and if it is not even ratified by the board or the shareholders now ratification uh, provision we will be referring because under section 188 it is mentioned that um, if it if the transaction has been done it may be uh, ratified also later on uh, within three months from the date on which such contract has been made so you can make uh, this was an amendment which was made under the section 188 to give ease to the ease of doing business because uh, because of uh, because it was very difficult for the companies to to get the approvals in time and they were uh, they were very uh, in very uh, we can urgent requirement of undergoing a transaction because uh, nobody waits nowadays uh, in the business suppose uh, we have a transaction done uh, in dubai now the way people will not be waiting for the company to get approval and then start the transaction somebody else will give uh, a better um, uh, deal to the Dubai company so they will not be waiting so in this case uh, it was required that ratification while a provision uh, to be added so company um, go for the transaction and then may go for ratification because uh, it, it gives them a easy way of conducting the business so if but if it is not even ratified uh, or there is no approval uh, on such contract which is made then such contract or arrangement shall be voidable at the option of the board so that is why it becomes very crucial for the compliance of the uh, related party transaction. Further, if such contract or arrangement is with the related party uh, to any director or, his, uh, or uh, is authorized by um, any other director, the director concerned shall indemnify the company, whatever losses uh, uh, this company would be making because of this kind of act. Further, the company can also proceed against such director or any employee who had entered into such a kind of contract without the approvals or without compliances. And this section also says uh, that if the such a kind of compliance is done uh, with the non-compliance, uh, non such a transaction done with non-compliance, the directors or the employee who had uh, done this violation, they, they could be uh, punished. Uh, now, the, the punishment is also uh, very harsh. Uh, uh, for the directors a punishment of imprisonment for the term up to one year can be imposed uh, so it's very uh, very uh, troublesome for the for a uh, person like a director if he is not taking it seriously and which can be also in the form of fine of uh, 25,000 rupees which can go up to 5 lakh rupees so you may refer the the bear act how much fine is there uh, if it is amended and also uh, listed companies uh, could be uh, could be have uh, given with more fine or more penalty if it if they are if they are listed uh, under the stock exchange and they have to comply with SEBI LODR guidelines.
so section uh, 188 uh, basically helps uh, companies actually it's it's a, a good concept which has been reformed uh, so only companies has to go for certain compliances so what they can do is they can make the checklist of the different types of uh, transaction that company uh, undergoes uh, regularly and they can uh, identify as per section 188 what are the prescribed transactions under section because every transaction is not mentioned under section 188 there are certain prescribed transactions so they ha- they can make the checklist of all those prescribed transactions like selling of uh, or disposing of the property leasing of the property all these kind of transactions are mentioned there and then they can identify who are the related parties so they can make a list of the related party uh, and then uh, on the basis of that list now they it becomes easy for the company to undergo compliance so if uh, if all these uh, certain steps are taken by the company then it becomes very easy for the company to undergo compliance because as per section 188 uh, there are two three compliances which are mentioned like approval of the audit committee under section 177 if it is required uh, then approval of the board of directors uh, or approval of the shareholders so wherever some approvals are required they can undergo and uh, comply with the the provisions which are given under section 188 there are certain uh, exceptions also uh, from the compliance of section 188 like uh, the uh, if the transaction is done with the related party uh, and uh, uh, consent of the board of directors or prior approval uh, which are mentioned under 188 it may not be required if uh, the transaction is in the ordinary course of business or it is at arm length basis so uh, it is uh, now becomes important to understand what is uh, ordinary course of business and what is arm length basis so if these two concepts are applicable then you may be exempted from the compliance so it means that uh, basically uh, what is arm length is uh, in general is a, a transaction between two related parties that is conducted as if they were unrelated so that there is no conflict of interest and ordinary course of business is that is the regular business that they are doing so if uh, if there is uh, such a uh, case there is uh, there is no uh, a requirement of uh, approval from the board or shareholder but uh, audit approval audit committee approval is required so but this exception is not applicable for the audit committee approval but uh, board and uh, shareholders approval may be exempted under section 188 and uh, then if the approvals are there or exemption is there whatever transaction they are undergoing they need to uh, report it uh, in the board or uh, board report so if they are doing it uh, they report uh, they make a report and uh, disclose it so that will be done then there is only one uh, compliance left for the companies uh, that is under section 189 uh, 189 of the act uh, that is maintenance of the register so there is a form which is given uh, that is mbp4 form uh, in the rules uh, for the related party transactions so after entering all these um, transactions they have to mention the particulars in the register and uh, such register should be kept before the board meeting and it will be signed by the directors in the board meeting all these entries will be made and once it is final uh, everything has to be uh, mentioned in the chronological order at then it has to be authenticated by the company secretary that compliance has been done and such register will be kept in the register office of the company so if if it is required uh, then uh, anyone can come and see uh, that register so it will be preserved so that is the basic compliance uh, given under this
now uh, you go through uh, the the note that has been given to you to understand more about the related party transaction that may uh, require further discussion so if we take uh, one by one under section 188 so you need to note uh, that uh, this sections uh, of related party transaction has to be read with the rule now if we take uh, one section that is section 2 clause 76 it has to be read with rule number 3 of company's specification of definition details of ru uh, rules of 2014 so further uh, because explanation has given under the rules so uh, as uh, when we read both uh, together a related party with reference to a company means a director or his relative so suppose you are a director in that particular company you are all relatives will be the related party then a key managerial person or his relatives a firm in which a director or manager or his relative is a partner so if you are the director of a company or you are a manager of the company or you are uh, in a position uh, as a as a director in this company uh, and if or if any of your relative uh, is there and he is also uh, a partner in a particular firm so you cannot uh, go with uh, a for a transaction with that particular firm so abc uh, masters company limited suppose is the firm so your company cannot go for transaction with that particular uh, this uh, partnership firm if you have not complied with the provisions of section 188 so that is why related party uh, definition is important further a private company now it is applicable this clause is applicable only private company a private company in which director or manager is a member or director i read it again a private company in which a director or a uh, or a manager is a member or a director so agar private company hai then uh, whether you are a director uh, uh, in the second company or whether you uh, uh, are manager uh, in the separate company and you are a member or uh, or director of the second company then you will be also be covered under this okay so a private company in which you are a director and manager and you are also a member or director in second company okay a second private company so then you will be covered under this in case of a public company uh, in which you are a director you are a manager and uh, you are director or hold along with your relatives so you along with your relatives if you hold 2% or more of paid up share capital of another company then you will also become a, uh, a related party then any body corporate uh, that is applicable to all body corporates whose board of directors managing directors or managers is accustomed to act in accordance with the advice directions or instructions of the director or manager then he becomes a related party then any person on whose advice direction wagaira is taken and uh, and the managers or directors are accustomed to act suppose narayan murthy is there now narayan murthy is not a director in your company but whenever you take any decision you take uh, first approval from the narayan murthy ki bhai hum ye kar rahe hain to your company is accustomed to act as per the narayan murthy so narayan murthy become the related party so these clauses are there so uh, as per this provision uh, provided that nothing in uh, sub uh, sub clauses that we have mentioned above shall apply to the advice directions or instructions given in a professional capacity 
सो सपोज कंपनी सेक्रेटरी चार्ट अकाउंटेंट लॉयर वगैरह इफ दे आर एडवाइजिंग एंड रेगुलरली एडवाइजिंग एंड प्रोफेशनली गिविंग एडवाइजिंग इन दैट केस दे यू आर मेकिंग ट्रांजेक्शन विद दम दैट विल नॉट बी रिलेटेड पार्टी एनी कंपनी फर्दर इन विच एनी कंपनी विच इज ए होल्डिंग सब्सिडरी और एसोसिएट कंपनी ऑफ सच कंपनी तो दे ऑल थ्री कनेक्शन बिकम ए रिलेटेड पार्टी अ सब्सिडरी ऑफ होल्डिंग कंपनी टू विच इट इज ऑल्सो ए सब्सिडरी ए सब्सिडरी ऑफ होल्डिंग कंपनी ओके टू विच इट इज ऑल्सो ए सब्सिडरी सो विच दर्ड कंपनी इज देयर देन ऑल्सो इट विल बी रिलेटेड पार्टी ए डायरेक्टर और की मैनेजरल पर्सन ऑफ होल्डिंग कंपनी और हिज रिलेटिव तो अगर आपकी कोई कंपनी है और आपकी होल्डिंग कंपनी के जो डायरेक्टर हैं उनके सबके रिलेटिव वो सब आपके जो है रिलेटेड पार्टी हो जाएंगे सो नाउ इफ यू समराइज द रिलेटेड पार्टीज इन रिस्पेक्ट टू इंडिविजुअल्स कवर्स रिलेट डायरेक्टर्स रिलेटिव्स के एम पी के रिलेटिव्स पर्सन हुज हु गिवस डायरेक्शन एंड एंड अकस्टम टू एक्ट कंपनीज अकस्टम टू एक्ट एट डायरेक्टर और के एम पी फॉर होल्डिंग कंपनी और इट्स रिलेटिव एंड वेरियस अदर इंडिविजुअल्स ऑल्सो आर मैंशनड लाइक अ फर्म अ प्राइवेट कंपनी के लिए स्पेशल प्रोविजन है पब्लिक कंपनी के लिए टू परसेंट वाला रूल है एंड एनी बॉडी कॉरपोरेट के लिए बेसिकली रूल है कि डायरेक्शन एंड कस्टम टू एक्ट और होल्डिंग सब्सिडरी एंड एसोसिएट तीनों कंपनी अगर टुगेदर दे विल बी रिलेटेड पार्टी सब्सिडरी ऑफ होल्डिंग कंपनी टू विच इट इज सब्सिडरी आल्सो बिकम ए रिलेटेड पार्टी नाइन ट्रांजैक्शंस विच आर डीम्ड टू बी रिलेटेड पार्टी कौन सी ट्रांजैक्शंस उसके अंडर आती हैं तो वो कहाँ से आपको मिलेगा दैट विल बी गिवन अंडर सेक्शन वन सो बेसिकली वट आर द ट्रांजेक्शन आई विल रेफरिंग रेफरिंग इन दिस पोडकास्ट एंड देन यू कैन रेफर द थ्रेश लिमिट फ्रॉम द बेयर प्रोविजन सेल परचेज और सप्लाई ऑफ एनी गुड्स और मटेरियल्स सेल और अदरवाइज डिस्पोजिंग ऑफ और बाइंग प्रॉपर्टी ऑफ एनी काइंड लीजिंग ऑफ प्रॉपर्टी ऑफ एनी काइंड अवेलिंग और रेंडरिंग ऑफ एनी सर्विसेज अपॉइंटमेंट ऑफ एनी एजेंट फॉर द परचेज और सेल ऑफ गुड्स और मटेरियल और सर्विसेज और प्रॉपर्टी अपॉइंटमेंट टू एनी ऑफिस और प्लेस ऑफ प्रॉफिट इन विच कंपनी और इट्स सब्सिडरी और एसोसिएट कंपनी सो बेसिकली दीज ट्रांजेक्शन आर मैंशन आर कवर्ड एंड रिलेटेड पार्टी ट्रांजेक्शन अब उसका थ्रेशोल्ड जो है दैट इज गिवन अंडर द रूल्स कि कितना ट्रांजेक्शन पे दैट विल बी एप्लीकेबल सो दैट इज गिवन बेसिकली अंडर द रूल्स नाउ इफ यू रेफर द रूल्स अब सबके केसेज में अलग अलग है दैट इज एम बी पी रूल्स ऑफ टू थाउजेंड फोर्टीन लाइक गुड्स एंड गुड्स एंड मटीरियल्स के केस में अगर आप गुड्स एंड मटीरियल सेल परचेज सप्लाई कर रहे हैं ऐसे केस में डायरेक्टली और थ्रू एन एजेंट कवरिंग टेन परसेंट और मोर ऑफ द टर्न ओवर और वन हंड्रेड करोड़ सो अगर कोई भी ट्रांजेक्शन दस परसेंट से ज़्यादा है और टर्न ओवर जो है उसका वन हंड्रेड करोड़ तक का है विच एवर इज लोअर सो दैट आर कवर्ड अंडर दिस देन प्रॉपर्टी के केस में बाइंग एंड सेलिंग ऑफ और लीजिंग ऑफ द प्रॉपर्टी दिस मे दिस विल ऑल्सो इंक्लूड दैट इफ यू कंपनी इज डूइंग और इट इज डूइंग थ्रू इट्स एजेंट एंड इट इज टेन परसेंट और मोर ऑफ द नेटवर्थ और वन हंड्रेड करोड़ विच एवर इज लोअर बट इन केस ऑफ लीजिंग ऑफ द प्रॉपर्टी डायरेक्टली कवरिंग टेन परसेंट और मोर ऑफ द टर्न ओवर और हंड्रेड करोड़ सो फॉर फॉर लीजिंग इट इज नॉट इन डायरेक्ट वाला क्लॉज इज नॉट एप्लीकेबल now agent uh, here uh, that is given under these two property and uh, goods and materials uh, is basically availing or rendering of services directly or through agent which is 10% or more of the turnover or 50 crore 
so if you are doing it uh, through agent uh, then 10% or more or 50 crore can also be applicable so all these above limits are to be taken into consideration on the basis of the financial year uh, basis that is how transaction has been done in particular financial year then other uh, transactions are also mentioned like availing of rendering of services undertaking uh, of securities or derivatives related party appointed uh, appointed to a place of office of profit in the uh, company subsidiary associate uh, if uh, the directors or individuals other than a director firm private company uh, body corporate receives from the company an amount uh, and above or uh, uh, amount which is above uh, the remuneration in case of director and it and anything by way of uh, remuneration for uh, others will need to be approved by the board of uh, board for the resolution here under the rules it is provided related party appointment to the office of profit or office in the company subsidiary or associate uh, where the remuneration exceed 2 uh, and half lakh rupees and undertaking ke liye jo isme quota diya hai that is uh, should not exceed 1% of the net worth okay so this this is basically the uh, we can say uh, specified transactions and uh, the threshold which is given under the rules now is ke andar agar aapki transactions aari hai in that case uh, you need to uh, go for the compliance if it is not covered under, uh, under this uh, then board approval will do the transaction so section says that uh, every transaction need to take, uh, seek approval of the board uh, wherever it is entered into uh, and uh, the specified uh, transactions uh, coverage and approval of the board has to be sought uh, at a duly convened meeting of the board and uh, this cannot be uh, obtained by passing of a resolution by circulation and uh, where any director is interested in that contract or arrangement with the related party such director uh, will not strictly will not participate in that board meeting now this is given under the rule number 15 participate and then approval has to be taken but in certain cases uh, as we mentioned that we need to take approval of the members of the board uh, members of the general meeting also so these are the transactions which are going above the threshold so the threshold uh, if they are coming under that uh, quota then uh, you need to take the members approval as well uh, before entering into any transaction so now if we apply SEBI LODR also SEBI LODR uh, gives uh, the a broader uh, purview to the concept of related party and uh, SEBI LODR may we have regulation number two which define have given definitions under that clause uh, apart from the related parties which are covered under the Companies Act Section 2 Clause 76, uh, they also covered uh, related parties which are defined under accounting standards, uh, that is Indian accounting standards, and any person or entity belonging to the promoter or promoter group of listed entity and which is holding 20% or more of the shareholding in that listed entity. So promoter or promoter group ke jo log hai, if they are holding 20% or more of the shares in that listing and listed entity they will also be covered under this and if the related party uh, ka transaction agar accounting standard uh, to we need to read accounting standard number 18 that is AS18 so if you refer AS18 there are further more uh, transactions which are mentioned there 
and CB LODR uh, also ask for some special approvals uh, which are required apart from the provisions of uh, Companies Act uh, 2013 that is all related parties shall require a prior approval of the audit committee all uh, the approval of the shareholders by way of ordinary resolution uh, will be required for every material RPT so which are RPTs which are material RPTs mentioned under the SEBI LODR and no related party shall vote uh, to approve on such resolution whether the entity is a related party to a particular transaction or not and the requirement of passing of the resolution shall not apply uh, for transactions between holding and wholly owned subsidiary and government companies expect uh, accept them uh, their other transactions are required and also uh, sebi lodr talks about omnibus approval uh, which is uh, which is a special provision which are which is added under regulation 6a uh, of companies meeting of boards and its powers of uh, 2014 and regulation number 23 of sebi lodr so in a provision jo hai that talks about omnibus approval so that is ki ek bar approval le lo and that will be valid for one year so that are basically uh, applicable for the uh, foreseen transactions and for unforeseen transactions like uh, you can uh, pre decide that what transactions uh, you will be going to undertake in next uh, in the whole year so uska pehle se approval leke then you can go for this so like uh, in that you need to give the name of related party nature and period of such transaction and maximum amount uh, which need to be undertaken and uh, for general transaction which are unforeseen that you may taken the value shall not exceed uh, 1 crore per transaction so uh, for that uh, if they arise uh, you can take approval prior uh, to uh, going for the transaction so uh, for taking omnibus approval there is some uh, criteria that a uh, company has to follow under this uh, rule of omnibus approval that is the maximum value of the transaction allowed under omnibus uh, uh, route in a particular year should not go beyond uh, the limit and maximum value per transaction which can be allowed under the omnibus route has to be taken care of then uh, disclosures uh, in particular has to be made to the audit committee uh, at the time of seeking omnibus approval then company have to review uh, the related party transactions entered into the by company uh, pursuant to the omnibus approval uh, under companies act um, if you take uh, there is no frequency of the review uh, provided but under sebi lodr uh, transaction shall be reviewed quarterly so quarterly review karenge ki kitni transaction omnibus mein mention kiya hua tha but uh, now uh, it will be reviewed so transaction which cannot be allowed under omnibus approval um, are also mentioned uh, under this uh, that is the transaction in respect of selling or disposing of undertaking of the company so uh, those transaction again need approval because company is strictly provide for uh, the approval requirement and but uh, of course this uh, section is not applicable to certain entities like government companies and holding or its uh, wholly owned subsidiary uh, so the important uh, point that we have mentioned was arm length uh, pricing agar uh, transaction jo hai arm length pricing pe ho rahi hai tab we are not required to take approval uh, so it will be considered uh, to be valid because you are already doing it at uh, arm length but companies act has not mentioned anything about arm length uh, but uh, this provisions has been covered under the income tax act of 1961 uh, 
so what exactly is arm length this is basically the price and terms which are offered uh, to unrelated parties so same uh, price and terms if you are um, uh, offering to a related party it will be considered that you are doing the transaction at arm length okay and uh, what the pricing has to be arrived as per the rules and guidelines so that are given under the income tax act most appropriate provisions uh, which are nine, section number 92 clause c uh, of the act and rule number 10b of the uh, act so there are a lot of methods so i uh, we are not required to go, go in much detail uh, about the matter but if you are more interested in the taxations uh, you may go and, and understand uh, certain methods of, of arm length uh, pricing uh, i will uh, give you certain names of uh, those uh, methods like comparable uncontrolled price method resale price method cost plus method profit split method transaction net margin method so all these methods can be used to to come to the price so if the pricing is decided as per the methods and it is arm length pricing and company can go ahead with the transaction and also if you have decided um, uh, the pricing as per this and uh, you have you have to take the opinion of the the valuation officer also that is basically chartered accountants then uh, it become more authentic second point uh, that we have mentioned was ki uh, compliance of uh, this act will not be required if we are doing the transaction under ordinary course of business but ordinary course of business is not uh, defined also under the companies act if we take the black law dictionary uh, ordinary course of business means normal routine uh, in managing trade or business that is uh, the business which may be mentioned under the memorandum of association or which can be uh, conclusively uh, construed from the memorandum of association uh then uh, that will be uh the ordinary course of business or maybe activity which uh is in furtherance of the business or uh, like suppose companies involved in banking company to giving any kind of loan will be their ordinary course of business so that uh, if company is doing that business then they are not required to go for uh the approvals so that is basically the whole concept so please go through uh, the material that has been given to you uh and if you have any uh, problem in understanding uh, please uh, write a mail to me so that uh, i will give you some more simplified uh, material uh, for more understanding thank you